Evening, guys, and uh, welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD. This is uh, session seven, and believe we're starting off with episode 17. If I uh, if I've got that right, if not, then I don't think it matters much. Um, looking back on uh, where our characters have journeyed to up until now, um, three of adventurers. Um, by the names of uh, Luke, Botty, and Jaquai, new to Skyrim, um, have just arrived across the border and entered into the town of Falkreath, where they've made some friends and had some adventures, uh, learning a little bits about each other, and um, then learning some more about their new guide, a um, uh, a resident of Skyrim and uh, seemingly Falkreath, uh, by the name of Mouse. Uh, Septimus Volplin, but he prefers Mouse. And uh, they have uh, since decided to head out to investigate uh, the local, uh, well, not local, but uh, a nearby keep by the name of Helgen, reputed to be the starting point of the, the legend of the Dragonborn. So, much to Botty's glee, they headed off in that direction. Uh, but also, after decoding a, uh, a letter Mouse informed them that there may be some bandits or a skooma operation or even uh, a young um, person in danger there so they headed into Helgen Keep and while attacking and trying to gain entry they met up with a new friend uh, Hamming uh, who seemed to be uh, a rather sort of like um not sociable Nord, who uh, lent them a hand in gaining entry and uh, dispatching, but having a personality clash with uh, Botty, he decided to head out and uh, leave the the case to the rest of them to try and clear out the rest of the bandits that inhabit um, Helgen Keep. They made their way down to the very depths of the keep, um, dispatching their uh, the bandits relatively quickly, mostly while they're still in their sleep, and entered in the final room where they found uh, a bandit chief uh, sitting down at a table across from an another man. Uh, upon hearing their entry, though, the man stood up while the other younger but much larger gentleman ran to hide in the corner, screaming, please don't kill me. Um... Luke uh, s stepped forward and attacked and threw a, um, a guiding bolt at the, the man on the opposite side of the room, uh, dealing some damage. And then uh, upon getting closer to them, seemed to recognize who he was. And that's where we pick up. We now go to roll 20. And Luke had just attempted to attack uh, this supposed bandit chief with a sacred flame cantrip which he dexterously avoided and jumped out of the way but upon turning around and seeing his face Luke had uh, recognized his face um, you guys want to do a little quick character introductions Sure. Um, well, Mouse is, is as you say, a, a resident of Skyrim. Um, he uh, grew up in uh, Whiterun with his aunt. 
who uh, died when he was 14, and he's been on his own pretty much uh, since then, making his own way. Yeah, Luke is a Nord. Uh, he uh, actually grew up in uh, Cyrodiil. This is his first time at, at age you know, 30, 30 something. This is his first trip into Skyrim. Uh, he has uh, talked with his companions liberally about his time uh, in in a uh, monastery or, or uh, a, uh, of, of Kinnerath or Kine, whichever you prefer, and uh, but has has talked very little about his uh, anything about his his pre adult life other than that he uh, grew up on a farm uh, of, of, Nord, of of Nord parents in Cyrodiil. Awesome. And he, one of you guys could just jump right in there. Uh, well, Bati is a sassy little wood elf down from Palin Wood Way. Um, <laughs> hot on the trail of any information that she can take in about the Dragonborn. Uh, she is a bard, loves to play music, collect stories to be able to um, put her own twist on them and deliver them to... Uh, people out in the world so she has met up with this merry band of gentlemen to uh, help escort her on her mission to try to find out what she can about the dragonborn awesome and finally Jaquai is a Khajiit from elsewhere Uh, he grew up in a monastery is a monk and he is in Skyrim on search of his brother amazing and that's where we head lead into a story um, in the um, at the end of our previous episode. Luke had just attacked uh, with a sacred flame place, but um, Broto Hatelius had uh, deftly avoided it. And uh, is there anything else you would like to do, Luke? He, he's grinning there, and if you see that face, the, uh, and and he's just smiling straight at you. It's not his turn yet, but uh, is there anything now, which, you'd like to do? One? So, all right, just the, the, the quick quick orientation. Um, all right, so that the, the I don't know if everybody's colors are the same. So, like, I'm clicking, and there's like a red circle. That's mouse, I think, right? I just want to orient myself. Now, uh, that the green one is body. Okay, okay, um, yeah, because it's showing us it, the one that I'm clicking on, where like the red sort of, you know. Is, uh, sonar ping is there. Yeah, that's showing as <clears throat> so that that's weird because I have colors at the bottom of my roll twenty screen that don't match the colors on the that that's why I was confused. So I'm in front and to the right of you. <clears throat> okay, so you're you you are right there. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So that would be this. So uh, Jaquai would be over here. Uh, you know, in the bushes. Yep. And yep. Then that's 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 me by the. Is this Colin? Is this a um, Remind me, is this a, like a pool or is it like an underground river that's flowing? Yeah, it's a it's a river that's flowing and it's uh, okay. So there's a flowing river and then in this direction. Okay, cool. And then so the 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 guy that I recognize is is this guy that's closer to us. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, he's up. And there. then and over here is is the person that he was yelling at, like this is your chance, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, the, the guy. Okay, all right, cool. All right, so I just acted, so I guess technically. This is sort of my free action turn, yes. right? Okay, um, I, I I have I I have no words. I I just 
stare at this guy and the rest of the party sees my shield and mace not 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 drop from my hands but my hands just 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 drop to my sides and i just gawp at this guy uh completely uh just just but completely befuddled that that i that i've seen this person and i i i'm just stunned that i recognize this guy and that, that that's all i have no words okay next after we have Botty. Botty, you're down here um you see this guy has been screaming at this young what appears to be a rather large but according to mouse you heard mouse don't hurt the kid uh scream out just as you the battle began he said don't hurt the kid and you see you saw this person run into the corner and he's now crouching down with his head in his hands screaming please don't hurt me and this is you here and you saw Luke attack, and then, but for some reason, he just—he kind of seems like a little out of it. You're standing behind him, so you can't see it too much. But you just did see that his um, sword and the shield went down by, and um, his mace and the shield just went down by his side. So, what would you like to do? And we are actually in combat, wanting to do damage to this other individual. Uh, well, uh, Luke has already hit him with a guiding bolt. You certainly you saw him. So my, my instinct would be to want to go to Luke and ask why he's befuddled, why he's stopped, why he's not still, you know, attacking. Yeah, so that's what you, you can... Was it, it's only a six seconds, so you don't have to walk up to him. You can sort of, like, utter a few words, or if you want to just say, Luke snap out of it or if you want to say like you know luke what's up or, yeah. or anything like that you can say that within and then still have your action but luke has been attacking and, and it, the guy at the top this one here has been very aggressive he's already okay. thrown two daggers at you quiet yeah. great i will say luke shall i take him down i i, I have no words i move within range and draw my bow Okay, so do you know what the, um, the range is? Um, see if you're in, because I don't know whether you you're definitely in range to hit, but whether you is bow, eighty. So that's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, about 60, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yes, I think you actually you were over here and you moved up there, so you'd be in range with your bow. So yeah, yes, I think it's right. Yeah. All yeah, right. so you can make a range attack. Uh, see, so I need to pull up the dice page. Sorry, and with my bow is a one d four. Yeah, you roll a uh, to hit first, so you roll a d twenty. D twenty. I roll a twenty first. A nineteen. Uh, that definitely hits. Is uh, armor class is yeah with your bonuses to that, so that definitely hits. So roll for damage. Um, sorry, uh, you cut out for a second there. Uh, after the one d twenty, then what? Uh, roll for damage. So, damage I believe it's one d four. Yep. So just roll a one d four and then add your dexterity modifier to it. Three plus a three dexterity would be six. six. Short, short bow. I thought it was a d six. 
It, it is, but he pulled this. Uh, she oh, okay. that Shopo off of that. Uh, the bandits they met in episode one, and I told oh, him it was really. I told her that it was a really crappy, horrible one, <laughs> and it only does one d four, and I she's going that. with it. It's been a while. So give me one second. So that was, and you said, so yeah, six. You were at a blacksmith. <laughs> I, I bought a warhammer, so I don't know what you guys were doing. <laughs> yeah. So well, is there I'll do that next time? Yeah. So, is there a bonus action? Is is there anybody you would like to? Because it's been a while, so I'll remind you that yeah. you do have a bonus action. You can inspire somebody. Um, let's see. Actually, one, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Isn't that? Uh, do you? Is there a range on the inspiration? Ooh, mouse is within thirty here. Um. Inspiration. Bard's information. There we go, Bard. Inspiration. 60 feet. 60, yeah. So everybody's in, in range apart from the kid. And let's see who has yet to move. Uh, Jaquai got attacked. Pat's already <laughs> moved. Has Mouse made his move yet? I'll inspire Mouse. You want to inspire Mouse? Well, what would you like to say to him to inspire him to let you know, give him some uh, a, a helping hand in his uh, his attack or what he decides to do? I say, <laughs> I, I will hold my tongue on the Dragonborn for a whole day. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> Hold him back. Hold him back. He's going to go up shit. Make your best attempt to damage this, sir. Thank you. I really know the weight of a man's heart. I tell you. Hold back. Mouse looks over at, uh, looks back over his shoulder and sort of gives a smirk. Uh, take no. your 1d6 there, Mouse. Uh, let's see. Uh, three. Uh, now you add that to uh, if you if you choose yeah. to the next time oh, you I make thought. a die roll uh, if you think that I, before I tell you whether it hits or not um, you can decide to roll a, a d6 at any time to add to it and that, how long is that for um, how long does it last is it lasts about a minute doesn't it or is it a half an hour um, inspiration 60 feet uh, um Within ten minutes, the creature can roll a die to add oh, value. That's, that, that's, that's forever in combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're fine there. So for for foreseeable future, you've got that one d six. If you think that you might be close to hitting, but you're just shy of it. So, and up next is Jaquai. Okay, so Jaquai digs in his feet and takes off sprinting towards the wall directly towards the bandit okay so you're going here along yep. this route here and when i reach here i'm leaping over the uh edge of the wall so you're gonna leap up yeah it was only five feet so you don't even have to have an acrobatic check for that so yeah that's fine so 
you got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, so you right up into his grill. And with that, my right claws pop out and and swing for the guy's head. Go for it. Roll a d20. Hey, that's uh, 17. 17. That definitely hits. Roll for damage. Nine. Nine. So, with that, you see this, this guy, um, Jaquai, run and sprint straight. And just as he as he's five foot from the wall, he just gets real low and then in a sudden pounce, just springs from a low position right straight up on his feet. No climbing over with his hands or anything like that. Just a, a straight up jump lands on his feet. And then when his left, his right uh, hand comes up and slashes right across the face of the, uh, of the bandit and starts putting claw marks right across his forehead. And next, what would you like to do? Flurry of blows. So I'll spend a key point. And your uh, bonus action to do flurry of blows. So roll another attack. Oof. This one, so... 24. Oh, that definitely hits. Roll for damage. Seven. Okay, seven. Eventually come up with the left and drag it across um, his, was it his right shoulder, scratching up his arm, the one that uh, holds one of his, his swords, or his scimitars, he's actually has a set of scimitars on it, and scratches right across the side of it. And next attack. 16. 16. That definitely, that still hits. Yes. Uh, oh wait, 16. Give me one second. Um, so. 16. Action. So, as you're coming up with your next attack, you fling up um, Broto pulls across his um, his scimitar that's in his left hand and just crashes right into the back of your hand, parrying away your third hit and increasing his AC by two, increasing it to 17, causing you to miss. Ah. <clears throat> so, that was your action. You've still got some movement left. Um, did you want to stay there? But as soon as it's been long, so long, I will let you know, remind you that if you move away from him, he does get uh, an opportunity attack, or he would do if he hadn't just used his reaction to parry. So he has no reaction anymore. He used his reaction to parry away your last hit. Um, um, so you've got no reaction. So you can actually move away from him if you want without incurring an, uh, an opportunity attack. Okay. I'm going to jump back down. 
Mm, I don't think he can move that far. You were here. That's 5, 10, 15. How far 20, can I move 25, on my. 30. You've got moving the speed of 40, right? Right. Yeah, so it was 30, and then another 5 and 10. So you can move to there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you. You go slash, 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 and as he looks around, as he turns around and just grins right at you, and he goes, ah, that's the fucking spirit. <laughs> and next up is Mouse. All right, so this is a five-foot wall here. Um, five-foot high, yeah. Yeah, so I can still hit him with a bow from... Well, no, I'm going to... Uh... I'm going to do the same thing, run and jump up. So I'm going to go, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to there. Um, why am I not able to, first of all, my mouse is grayed out for some reason right now, but that's all right. Um, and then I'm going to draw my bow and take a shot at him with the bow. Go for it. 12 uh, plus, is it? Uh, Dex four. and proficiency. Yeah, so, uh, nine, uh, excuse me, 17. 17, that still hits. And 6. That is a 6 plus 5, 11. No, you don't add proficiency to damage. You just add your Dex to the damage. I... Okay, sorry. So just three. All right. So yeah. So so uh, nine. Pardon me. Nine. Yeah, I have it written. I have it written in wrong in my chart. That's why I keep doing that. So I'm going to re redo that. Okay. And that was how much total? Seven. Uh, nine. Nine total for hit. It was six on the die and three plus yep. three. Yeah. So mouse comes up there, jumps up right up behind him. Pull out the bow and ping, and it comes up, hits him right in the left shoulder. And he sort of like looks around at you. Is there anything else you would like to do? Yeah, I'm gonna jump back. Just uh, I'm gonna take my cunning action, bonus action, and just jump down and duck uh, to right there. Uh, just duck below the wall a little bit. No worries. And next up. We have Broto. So Broto looks over and he goes, Wow, isn't this fucking lovely? And he goes, Now it's time, kid. And he goes, You don't fucking do shit. The boss is going to have your precious anarchy in a fucking jar. Get you off your ass and do something. And then he jumps forward, walks forward, and jumps getting into melee and jumps off the bottom of the wall right here and then he makes his attacks against you Jaquai so he has two scimitars uh, sorry with his scimitar so he has one scimitar but he makes two attacks with it so back and that's plus five to hit 
So that's a 16, that's a 21. Ouch. That does hit. So that is 1d6 plus 3. Um, so that's 7 points of damage. And then he's going to hit you with the scimitar again. So he lifts up the scimitar and goes right across your chest, swinging from right to left. Catches you right across the chest. And then he's going to uh, attack again with the same scimitar, coming back the opposite way. Ooh, and that is an 18 plus 5, so that's uh, 23. So that hits. Oh, no. Another d6. And that's, uh, again, that's a, a 4 plus uh, 3, so that's another 7 damage. And How then, uh, as he rings it across, he gets his left hand and pulls another dagger out from the side of his belt and attacks you with that. Oh, <laughs> and that's a one. Uh, <laughs> so as he's pulling the dagger out, he's smiling at you. And as he lifts it up like that, the dagger actually flies backwards out of his hand and lands back <laughs> on the precipice just behind him. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, whoopsie, whoopsie, fucking do. <laughs> after that, after his turn, um, he is going to. So he still has some movement left. So he's going to just move there next to the uh, the stairs. And then next up is the mm, yeah with his bonus action uh, Broto uh, or was no no he's got that attack with him yeah so with his bonus action you see as the the uh what you might call it the the dagger goes flying he puts his hand into his pouch just at the back and pulls out a little glass vial and with his thumb just pops the little cork over it and takes a nice big slap over it so this small glass vial with uh, red liquid in it that is two five so uh, seven seven so as he as he's swallowing this you see the claw marks that you put across his forehead start to disappear and all the blood starts to stop Now, it's Lanil's go, and I'm going to have Broto, from his speech earlier on, roll an Intimidation check. And, nope, that's a five. Lanil doesn't move. 
he still stays in uh, in his crouch position and doesn't get up just in, in uh, into the combat. So after Lanil is finished, it's now back to Luke's go. All right. So the uh, the river is passable, but it's difficult terrain. Yes, it's passable with difficult. It's probably just above uh, your knees, so it kind of slows you down a little bit. All right, so let me let me count. So let's see. So if I take, it's I can move half movement. Is that right? Yes, through the difficult terrain, it takes up. So, but it, but I, so I can move. All right, my movement is what? Thir- it's thirty or thirty. Wait, wait, wait. Thirty. Yeah, my, so my movement is 30. I can move 30 and attack, or I can move 60 and not attack, right? So if I move... Yes. 5, 10... I think we were just counting the diagonals without worrying about the, the diagonal. So 5, 10, 15, 20. That'd be 40. Uh, are, you, are you going here like this? Yeah, I was just sort of counting ahead before. I, so 5, 10, 15... 20, that'd be 40, 45. Okay, I think I can literally, if I absolutely sprint, I think I, so here's what I, uh, so I can go five, 10. So so that, so that, that's actually 10 because it's difficult terrain. So it's yes. effectively double. So that's, so right there. So this would be, let me get, let me get back to my, let me see if I have the right. All right, five, that's 10, 20. Okay, so stop 30. there. Stop there. That's 30. No, no, no. Stop there, Pat. Yeah, Go back. Yeah. Go yeah. back one. Go back. I was there. That's So it's 10, 20. You suddenly hear a clang, and you feel an intense pain on the on your right leg. Uh, Caltrop or a trap or something in the water? Yep. So... So right there, and okay, there. So right on the U is a bear trap that's just snapped right across <laughs> your legs. So All right. Give me a second. I've got to find where it is. Oh wait, it's probably on the bloody token. So I'm just going to move you just out of the way for a second there. Yep. And... Yep, so when you... Um, so it's trapped, that's too still. Uh, you must succeed on a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. So roll uh, a d20 for a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I failed. Eight. So you take one d4 piercing stamp, uh, piercing damage. I'll roll that. Oh, four! You get take four points of damage. All right. And uh, piercing damage, and stop moving because it's nailed to the ground. And therefore, until the creature breaks free of the trap, its movement is limited by the length of the chain. It's typically, typically three feet. So you're locked with inside that five feet square a creature can use its action to make a dc 13 strength check freeing itself or another creature within reach on a success 
each failed check does one piercing damage to the trapped creature. So, make uh, it's your turn. So, if you want to, you can use your action to try and break free from it, or you can do something else with your action. Oh, I'm totally, totally. All my at this point, <laughs> I fling my shield to the shore, and with one, I had the warhammer in one hand, and with the other hand, I just use all my might to try to free myself. All right, so that's uh, so. Uh, and that is a 22. Ah, so, uh, yeah, you easily pull it apart, so even that, with that, the one foot. So that's my that's my action for this turn, right? Yep. All right, so I have, so I moved, I effectively had to move 20 to get here, so I have movement of 10 left, right? Yeah, so you can go one space. And that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run, I'm gonna continue to charge through the water. I don't, I don't care if there's another trap there, I'm charging ahead. Okay, so yeah, you can't you can't see the traps because I can't of see. I'm, I'm just charging ahead. And uh, did you say you threw down your shield? My shield is now back over. I when when the trap hit me, that was just that was just the last straw. I just threw my shield onto the shore and with my free shield hand, just ripped the the ripped the the, uh, the trap apart and and uh, pressed on ahead for that extra ten feet of movement. Okay, and you didn't pick it back up again, no? I did not pick it. The shield is the shield is over here. You know, it's over here on the shore where I'm clicking. Perfect. So it's it's out of play for the for the combat. No worries. So next up is Botty, I believe. Yes, is Botty. Botty is now Yoga. Okay. Well, he's over here by the stairs in the pit. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Let me take another shot with my bow. Okay. From there. Uh, so what? Let's see. A 21st? Yep. Just see if it's a hit. Oh, only 10. Uh, plus uh, your decks and your proficiencies. So that's... Plus five. So fifteen. Fifteen. That hits. Roll for damage. Oh sweet. So uh, 15, oh, 15 just hits. That's his armor yeah. bar. Only a one. Only a one. Uh you but you add your um dexterity modifier to that, so that's a four. In total. Yep. Four there. Yep. Dexterity plus three. Yep. Okay. And you can only uh minus can only give one inspiration out at a time. But yeah. is there anything yeah. else you'd like to do with your your bonus action, your free action? Is there anything you you want to do, say, or is there anything on your spells list there that you'd like to go through? Um. Gosh, does anybody need healing or anything? Is that something I could do? Hmm. Uh, you just saw Jaquai get. Um, yeah, let's go Jaquai. Scimitar, scimitar attack. Let's see, how, how close do I have to be to do that, though? I might not be close enough. Yeah, so you have healing word, if I'm correct. Yes, that is correct. But can, but can, can, he, can you do that and also make a bow attack? Probably not, right? Yeah, you can make a... a, a, a the attack action is your action, yeah, and then you have a bonus action. And the healing word is a bonus action. 50, ah, 50, cool. 55. It's a 60-foot range. He is 55 feet away. Yeah, so cool. then you can definitely do healing word. Healing word. All right. Uh, first level 
Uh, we'll see one bonus action range 60 feet. A uh, creature seen within range regains HP equals uh, 1d4 plus my spell cast modifier. Has no effect on undead or constructs. Yep, so that is um, so roll a 1d4 and then add your charisma modifier and your proficiency bonus. Another one plus a charisma. Or is, is it charisma? No, it's just charisma modifier, isn't it? It's not your proficiency bonus, yeah. So whatever your charisma modifier Three. is. Total four. So you get four hit points back. Um, anything you want to say as you're sort of like using the power of your voice to uh, give healing to um, to Jaguar? Rise, my kitty brother. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, and, and uh, Jaguar, you don't actually see it, but you do feel. Uh, sort of like you know, you're much similar to the way that you see uh, the potion worked on Broto. You feel the same way. The sort of like the slashes across your chest start to close up, and the blood flow slows down. Uh, and Mouse, you see these sort of like you know, again these sort of like um, a green magical sort of like you know words with flecked with gold coming out of her mouth as she's sort of like you know singing rise. And uh, next, we are on to Jaquai. Okay. So, while I feel a little bit better, um, I can't take a chance on getting hit again like that. So I'm going to take a running jump over the river and end up okay. next to Mouse. Okay, so he's going to get um, an attack of opportunity against you. Um, or if you want, because it, it was back his round, so he's got his reaction back. So he can, as you walk away from him, um, he can make an attack of opportunity for you. The only way he can't is that you also have a similar thing to what Mouse has. Um, which is Step of the Wind, I believe it is. Um, and you can use a key point to um, disengage so he won't get any, an attack of opportunity. Okay, I'll use my second key point for that. Okay, so you use a key point and you, and you disengage from him um, and managing to use your dexterity and your sort of like your nimbleness to be able to, even though he swings at you, be able to disengage from him so he doesn't take an opportunity to attack you die you will have to make an acrobatics check to try and jump over the rushing water because it is like 15 foot so make an acrobatics check does that include proficiency yes you're you're proficient in acrobatics i believe it should say in your character sheet yeah it does yeah so yeah roll a d20 and then add your dex and proficiency bonus 18 18 just making it uh, DC on that was 15 so yeah you make it all the way to the other side and you land right next to mouse is there anything else you would like to do you used your bonus action and your movement to get there and to disengage from you still have an action if you, you can't attack but you still have uh, an action that you could do I'll just lick my wounds okay <laughs> oh hairball <laughs> 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 it's going to be messy later. <laughs> so, and now after that, if, are you done there, Jaquai? I am done. 
Okay, after that we have Mouse. Alright, Mouse is going to leap back up over and come down here. He's going to run along the top of the wall and then jump back down right in front of... What's his name there? I forget. Broto. Broto, sorry. That's Broto. Pardon me, Broto. I forgot your name. Uh, <laughs> and then, since he's not quite close enough, couldn't get quite close enough for uh, for his daggers, he's going to have to use his bow again. So we're going to draw and fire the bow. Uh, and that is uh, 21. That hits. Um, and... That's uh, eight for eight damage. Eight, okay. Starting to look. There's a, now a, uh, an arrow on the opposite side. Now, now you hit him in the front. The other one is hitting back. And both of them are still protruding now. He's looking a little bit rough around the edges. Blood's trickling from both of the wounds that you've inflicted. And, um, and I have... Now, When I if I use uh, dash for my cunning action. Um, how far can I go with that since I've already used up my 30? Can you go another 30? Another 30. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to go quite another 30. I'm just going to move down to here, I think. Um, get a little bit out of the way. Are these bushes tall or are they... No, quite... they're just oh. moss-like. It's moss-like. Moss yeah, probably just above to the top of your boots where right, your ankle you. is, probably ankle high. I wasn't sure, so pardon me. I'm gonna I'm gonna move fully down to here then. Okay. So use a bonus action to dash and get move another thirty feet away. Yep. Perfect. So, and next up after mouse is Broto's turn again. So, Broto turns around and he goes, "What you doing, boy?" He goes, "Your anarchy's gonna be in a goddamn pasted jar." If you don't get your ass up and fight these little bastards! And then he is going to see. I forgot about the other guy. <laughs> He's forgotten about himself so far. <laughs> so we have. So Broto is going to go 5, 10, 15. And then that's uh, 25 and he's going to throw two daggers at Kawhi seeing how badly hurt he is and seeing as he ran away to try and finish him off to sort of like make this a little bit more easier so he's gonna roll a d20 oh that's a natural 20 <laughs> oh that's a critical hit uh, let me just check what he does and that means he doubles the dice on damage so range attack with plus 5 to hit yes he definitely hits critical attack which uh, 20 he's within 20 foot of you so that's 1d4 plus 3 it's only a d4 so that's 3 double it is 6 plus another 3 so that's 9 points of damage with his first attack yeah that's enough Ooh. And we had eight left with this, the healing. So you guys watch as Broto steps into the um, uh, 
the rushing water using the last of his movement just to tread right through up to his ankles and then pulls out another dagger right down from his side and he, he just smiles so many goes no getting away boy and he just flings it on their hand and you see as the dagger comes flying out and hits Jaquai straight in the throat and the blood just flows and you just see sort of like the tail leg and go down and then he collapses on the floor so Jaquai is now lying unconscious the floor. Hmm. So he goes, and Brian goes, now it's getting interesting. And he turns around and he sees you, Luke, coming towards him, and that's 5, 10. So yeah, you're within 20 of him. He's going to roll his second range attack at you. And that is an 18 plus 5. And without your shield, you're a 16 now, aren't you? 16, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so he throws that, so that definitely hits, but it's not a critical hit. So, rolls 1d4. That's a 1 plus 3, so that's 4 points of damage to you, Luke. Okay. Okay, so, and that... Uh, he has no more movement left, so he's going to stay there, and he doesn't have any other bonus action... Nothing else to it. So it's now Laniel's turn. So let's see if uh, that second attempt and intimidation worked. And that's another five, exactly the same thing. So Laniel <laughs> just still carrying in the corner. He's not moving and he's like, just, it's just the same. You won't hurt my anarchy because my anarchy is the best. Now we are to Luke's turn. Alright, so I'm free of the trap now, right? You're free of the trap, and you've just watched Chikwai take a, a serious, a horrible dagger wound straight in the throat, and then it, is, it just fell straight to the ground, and there's blood now rushing out from his throat. Right, so uh, I char as fast as I can as in the water, I go there, and I go there for moving a 20. Any uh, yep. traps get in the way? Nope. All right. So uh, I make a two-handed... Uh, I said mace earlier, but actually uh, I have a warhammer now. Yeah. So I make a two-handed warhammer attack, just screaming wordlessly. Absolutely. I have literally no words, but just screaming as loud as, possibly, as I possibly can, just screaming at the top of my lungs and sw swinging my warhammer two-handed at, uh, at Broto. Okay. And we roll, we roll a uh, pretty good roll. Let's see, what's my proficiency? My attack I rolled a 15 plus, what am I? Like something really good. Let's see, shit. Uh, where's my attack bonus? Um, it's your strength, isn't it? It's 19 and I'm proficient. So it should be 21, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, tw yeah, tw tw yeah, 21. Yeah, provi I'm proficient and plus four strength. So 21. Yep, yep. so that's, um, was it 1d10 when it's two-handed, It's right? a d10 plus four, yep. So that is 12 points of damage. 12. You really messed him up. You just screamed straight forward, and he came straight for you. And you came straight forward, and you land that hammer straight into his chest, pun puncturing right through his armor. 
and you just see a big spurt of blood go straight out and just splash right across your face. And sorry, how much was that again? That was 12. About a pint. <laughs> <laughs> he's got about six more. We're, we're, we're working on it one at a time. He's just he's wobbling now. You see his eyes starting to go woozy as you just see. You, this is like a serious wound. It's just pissing. The blood's just pissing out and keeps on splashing you across the face at the moment. Okay. Uh, uh, is there anything else? But, yeah. So so fortunately, uh, Luke. Now that he's gotten that out of his system, he has a presence of mind uh, to turn his head and look over to Quad twenty feet away. Uh, 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 unconscious on the on the bank, and with his bonus action, he will fling um, he will fling healing word at him, uh, which will do. Uh, let's see, spellcasting ability is uh, shit. Didn't uh, you use all your spells? No, I got one left. I got one left. This is my last one. Uh, let's see. Uh, where's my spell? Okay, uh, is it the plus? Is it the full plus six, or is it plus? A healing word is 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay, so is that the is that proficiency plus wisdom? No, just the wisdom. All right. All right, so that is eight points. Uh, sorry, six points. Six points of healing to uh, Jaquai. Jaquai, you rush. Come back into you as the, the heal grows and you feel the pain and you suddenly come back from blackness. Uh, and sort of like your eyes, I say, I know you, you look over and it's all blurry vision. That the, the water is rushing past you, and you just see uh, Luke. He's the, his hammer is still inside Broto's chest, and his face is covered in blood, and he's just looking at you with extreme anger. But you see, as uh, this um, golden bluish light from his hand is just phasing uh, from his mouth. Sorry, as it's trailing away, the magical words coming back, raising you back from where you were. So. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> Did I miss anything? <laughs> so, Wake up, cat. Is, uh, is there anything else you wanted to do? No, that's it. Uh, next up is Botty. Um, well, gosh, that guy is down. I'm assuming dead, correct? With this guy? No, he's not. He's still up. He's wavering. You, you can't actually really oh, see him because Luke is so bad, but you've just he's seen the way. Yeah, Luke has just buried his Warhammer straight into his chest, punctured with it all, and there's blood pissing out of him. He does look really shaky, but he's mm -hmm. still standing. And, and Luke is standing in front of him, so I can't shoot an arrow at him. Um, no, you're fine. I mean, you, you can move sort of like, you know, a couple of, uh, well, if you get a, like a, as a, a one or something like that, then something might happen to Luke or, or mouse no. there. But other than that, you, you, you can have a shot at him. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's take another shot at him, see if we can finish him off here. Let's, okay. uh... Actually, I kind of want to move closer to this guy at the same time, though. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Let's go over here. Let's see if that makes my angle any better. And then I'm on the way to 
over here to speak to this guy too. So I'll but I'll take out the bow and have a shot here. See if I can make contact. Go for it. Roll d twenty. All right, twenty. Are you kidding? Okay, thirteen, and then uh, that doesn't have any proficiency or anything on top of it. That's just to uh, see if it hits, right? Uh, yeah, no, it does. You add your attack bonus, your dexterity bonus, and your proficiency. So for you, that's plus five. Dexterity is three, and proficiency is two, so five plus their 18 total. 18, yeah, so that definitely hits, even with his um, um, parry that won't drop it down to enough. You said 18, right? Yes, sir, 18. 18. Let me just check just to make sure. Yeah, so no, so yeah, that definitely hits roll damage. There was a 1d4 1d4 rolling now Uh, a 3 plus what what am I adding to it? Proficiency? Uh, No, just your dex. So that's a 6 plus 3. 3 plus 3 6, yes. And that's and that is enough. So you lean over and you see a mouse it's sort of like a you know, mouse is looking over at Jaquai, sort of like uh, making sure that he's okay. And then you look over and spy just past mouse's head, release the arrow, it goes straight, flies straight into Broto's neck. And Broto just <laughs> and he's staring you right in the face, Luke, and he, as his, his eyes start to go blind. And just as he's dying, he's going to have C looking directly right into your face. Let's see, and that is thirteen. And what was his intelligence modifier? That's just plus two, fifteen. It's just enough. And he just, as he's dying, he's looking at you, and then suddenly you see this glint, spark, look in his eyes. He goes, ah, ah. He goes, that's all right. At least you get to kill all your friends again. And then he just falls down to the ground as your warhammer pops right out of his chest and all the blood just starts profusely pumping right out at the front of his chest. What would you like to do? Alright, so we're out of combat? Yeah, well, you still have this guy over in the corner that you, you're not really... He doesn't seem to be interested in one to fight. He seems very terrified of you. But, so, yeah, you do not seem to be in danger at the moment. All right, so uh, the Broto, is he... Uh, so is he... He, 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 he is not dead, right? He's, he's going into dying? Is that... Is that Wait, well, easy? with them, it's sort of... Um, uh, it's almost into death because if he's the only one in the room, there's nobody really to bring him back to consciousness. Oh no, no, no! That, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> that, that, that's why I was checking. Because as soon as I realized that that he is uh, falling with a mortal wound, uh, I um, use my spare the dying cantrip and touch my uh, holy symbol of of, of Kinnereth, uh to his lips, m- murmur a word of blessing, and. Uh, Bring, uh, I touch a living creature with zero hit points. The creature becomes stable. It has no effect on undead or construct. So basically, I stabilize him so that he now. So rather than rather than dying because no friends, I, I, I effectively stabilize him. 
Yep, so he, he is one hit point, and he is unconscious. All right, so I, I, I make sh- I use my spare the dying cantrip to ensure that he does not die. Yes, so he's he's unconscious. He's lying on the floor, and all the wounds on him have seemed to have closed up. You managed to sort of like stop the bleeding, and he's now lying unconscious on the floor. His feet are still in the water, sort of like being rushed along as it's, yeah. it's been down there, right? And, and I just, I just, I, at this point, I, I, looking around, seeing there's no other immediate danger, I, I, I toss my warhammer to the side, use my, you know, bend down and just manhandle him, you know, with all my strength, throw him onto the dry ground so that he's not in danger of dying. Uh, and, and then just basically, uh, you know, so I, 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 I pull his body like to the dry ground right there um you know on the on the side of the river and then i just i just as soon as i see that he's on the dry ground i i, I just collapse uh on 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 the riverbank right 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 there right next to it so that that's where i wind up and i throw his body you know right 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 next to me on the riverbank and, and just collapse yeah. with my head in my hands okay hmm And from the other side of the river, Chiquai shouts, will somebody please take all those damn daggers out of his jacket? <laughs> so Mouse is going to walk up to him then and grab the daggers. So um, are you searching his body? Is it just to grab the daggers or are you searching him? Like, no, I'm going to search him. I'm going to bend down and, and search him for other things. Okay, so um, roll uh, an investigation check, uh, and for you, roll with an advantage. All right, that's a d20, right? So, yep. plus four on investigation. Yep. Um, and uh, with proficiency, so that would be uh, six, 18. Um, 18 total, yeah? Yep. So, you find. Um, 20 silver pieces. Mm. You find a key, a rusted old bronze key or iron key. And you find a very small uh, stone made of turquoise um, worth uh, 10 gold pieces. And then just if it wasn't, if he didn't ha- uh, hadn't have, like you know, been so interested in getting all the daggers in one of the slits where one of the daggers were, as you pull it out, a small piece of paper um, pulls out of it, and you open up, you find a very small folded up piece of paper in one of the slits. Can I investigate that now or read it? Uh... Sure. So, what you see. One second. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Yeah. So what you see is this. If there, is anybody still on roll 20? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what you see is this. Hmm. And underneath it, down at the bottom, just around here, written in, in letters, is take nightshade, nightshade here. 
Hmm. Take nightshade here, and that's okay. I'm gonna guess. Well, we'll talk about where I think that is. <clears throat> All right. So, you guys, can we? Uh, is there any way to save that? Or um, I've got it on, so you can go back to it. Meta here. Okay. So, as you're there, is there anything else you're there? So, as you're there, Leniel gets up and look over. He goes, is, is, is he gone? Is he, is he dead? And he, he stands up and turns around and starts walking over. And he goes, and he goes, and he looks down at um, a Broto, and he looks at you, Mouse, as you're sort of like, you know, looking through the pockets. And then he looks at you, Luke, and he goes, you, you're the Winter Warrior. I, I, I knew you'd save me. My, my anarchy told me that the, the Winter Warrior would, would save us. And he's sort of like you know, and he's a huge, burly guy. He, if you look in his face, he's kind of like really young in the face. He's got no beard, no facial hair, and he's got these bright blue eyes and this really long dark black curly hair but just huge arms and a huge barrel chest um, he's kind of like a really young uh, John Goodman <laughs> just real big mad curly hair just black, jet black and sort of like these really sort of like light blue eyes that sort of like contrast against the black hair and he's just like staring at you and he goes you're the winter warrior <clears throat> Okay, at this point, I, I that being completely unexpected, <laughs> Luke, Luke just somewhat snaps out of it, and you know, Luke, Luke's a big, strong guy in big armor, and I, I, I think you know, with with not under the pressure of combat, I, I think he could basically bound up, you know, this five foot gap, uh, just 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 take a big leap, you know, just stand up and just take a big springing stride, to bound up to him, and. No, I'll just. I, I assume he's probably about. Uh, you know, Luke's a big guy. I assume they're like. Is he bigger than Luke, or are they about the same size? No, he's bigger than you. He's about. Oh wow, wow. he is a big. He's he about is a, a big dude. Yeah, he's about eight inches taller than you. Um, wow, wow. He is. He is. Um, he is a Nord, uh, and he's huge. But he, you look in his face, and he's really young. Sort of like he's only like. Well, he looking at him, you will probably estimate around about twenty or so years, but. Um, Mouse did find a letter uh, earlier on that he deciphered that he told you about and it says that he's just fresh out at HH but I don't think uh, Mouse um, sort of um, let you know you know what fresh out at HH is I don't know whether he told you or not no I didn't no, I don't, yeah I don't, I, don't, I don't think Mouse shared that so I, 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 I just I, I just I, you know, bound up out of, the, out of that lower level just walk up to him and, and, and recognizing this is like, you know, it's rare for, for Luke to look up at somebody. Luke just looks up at him, take takes his helmet off and says, what are you saying? Who has told you these things? Who Who is this Ani person? And I just stare with the guy. It, it, it was just he goes, befuddlement. He goes, you're, 
you're the winter warrior you're the you're, you're the nord warrior who, who saved my anarchy up near dawnstar you, you you killed all the bad elves isn't it you at, at this point, I'll, 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 you know, I'll, I will attempt the equivalent of a history check or something like, you know, what the hell is he talking about? Do the, any of these words make any sense to me? Not even Dawnstar makes any sense to you. Yeah, I mean, I probably heard of Dawnstar, right? I mean, it's a big city, but I mean, that's beyond that. I mean, I would have heard of it, right? But okay, I, I, you have I, no I, idea I, 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 I just never heard Winter Warrior before. Um, I, I no. just stare at him, I, my mouth agape. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what to make of this. Uh, Mouse, can you roll uh, a history check for me, just in case you might have heard this in passing? <laughs> yeah, I'm not so good at history today. Oh, <laughs> right, so yeah, you you don't know what he's talking about. He say, um so yeah, he's saying that. And he goes, "You, you are the word to worry you," and he goes, "But no, you, you killed all the Balios. You, you saved my anarchy from." From all the bad elves up near, up in Dawnstar, he said you, you saved him, and there you go, there you go. then Anigo got, got brought to Honor Hall. Uh, that's where he, he became my big brother. And he's just looking at you. We're just like like wide-eyed sort of like you know and sort of like a smile in his face and as you're looking at him now that you're this close to him you're gonna have a look he's he's kind of dirty and it's is is a little ragged um but his um the shirt that he's wearing is kind of pulled up and it is short sleeves and both down on his right and on his left arms are these big scratches all down um and there's some that are like fresh but there's some that are old, old, and seeing as your history of medicine and you're proficient with medicine, is that some of them are like years old and they're scars and they're just all straight down. And they're, so like just, a, just above his wrist on both arms. And um, you have a, a quick look and as you look down, you see this black-like vein coming up through from the center of his chest, starting to crawl up the side of his chest towards his neck. Okay, so um, this this structure that that rectangle there—that's a table. That's a table, yes. And and this white, what's this kind of like? What's that thing right above it? Um, as oh. you turn and you look at that, it's sort of, kind of like, it's a like a relief, like a statue. Oh, okay. Okay. Like it's been, uh, but it's like, uh, like concave. It's like it's within the wall. But as you look closer, you realize it's it's not actually a statue. Uh, it's been. It is as you look in the center. There is a skeleton. There's a skeleton's head, like the the skull of skeleton. But you notice that it's kind of elongated. It's not a human skull. And all around it is melted rock all down the sides and it's pouring down one side and some of it has gone through the eye socket and out the other side and it's covering the rest of the skeleton through the front chest of it is 
half of a great sword. Half of a great sword is plunged right through it into the center of its chest. And where the hilt would be, where the handle of the great sword is, is gone. It's just snapped off into and it's driven into his chest. And all the the lower uh, form of it is all covered in melted stone. It looks very similar to the melted stone that you've seen outside at Helgen Keep. And as you're looking around and you get a, a good closer look at it, you see in the wall where all the melted is, is words written across in it. It's a, a pretty horrific scene. And above it, in common in Latin, is be forewarned. Death is all that waits those of ill intent who attempt to hide within the walls of Helgen Keep. And know that any that hurt me or mine shall suffer this, uh, shall suffer this one's fate and have their soul wrenched from their corpse and banished to the depths of oblivion on my name as the Dragonborn. And all around the, the as you see, you look at it, it looks like somebody a uh, blast, a serious furnace has burned right past uh, the skeleton, and it's created this concave hole, and the skeleton is backed right into it, and some of the melted rock has poured over the top of its skull into its eye, through the rib cage, and then through the center of it. Um. I, but you also see it's really strange um, that its um, its hands are up in front of it as like it would a defensive move. But the index finger and the middle finger is uh, is crossed. Um, Botty, can you make a um, uh, an Arcana check? Absolutely. That is intelligence plus yep. two. Um, a twenty. Sure, one jack of all trades, right? Doesn't body have jack of all trades? I do. Yeah. I do. What does that do again, Pat? Add one. If if you're not proficient, you add one. I think. Yep. And every okay. every skill check. All right. Let's see, let me pull up the thing here. Uh, a twenty roll, uh, nine, plus the the one. So ten. Plus your intelligence. Plus your intelligence. Plus your intelligence. And plus two, twelve. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you you're not 100 percent sure. Um, the um, the index finger and the um, the middle finger crossing each other on both hands as they're held up for the you, you kind of think of what it, you've seen it some before and you've heard about it, but you're not 100 percent sure what it is, or what it means. Hmm. But uh, all around the uh, the inside of this concave area, right next to where there is all what all of you recognize because you've always all of you have seen them in passing is daedric symbols carved again all around the outside of the corpse uh, of the of the skeleton as you're all going to investigate this uh Lineal turns around and he sort of like he looks at it and then he looks away again and he goes um so, and he looks back to you, Luke, and he goes, I'm so glad that you came and, and not him. 
so so I, I so uh, Jaquai is is up and about, right? Jaquai is mobile. Yep. Okay. All right. So given that the party is is all you know, uh, t- you know mobile at least, I, I'm going to try to lead Laniel over to the table and and just sit with him. Uh, and and I, you know, I want to have some conversation with it, but I mean, there may be other stuff to do, or maybe time for a break. But that, that's that's what I'm going to try to do is just lead him to the table and just and just have a seat with him and and then have some dialogue, you know, at the right moment. Yeah. So it, actually, it looks about time for a break now. So I think we'll we'll leave it there um, and just end it there. Um, and we'll come back in about five or ten minutes. I'd just like to thank everybody for uh, joining us at Skyrim 10 AD and um, hopefully you join us next time as um, we learn more of uh, what happened with Roto, maybe what happened with Luke and why does this uh, youngster think that Luke is somebody called the Winter Warrior. Thank you. Thanks everybody. See you next episode. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you.